Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode, I share another season in my life, something I'm going through, the challenges I'm going through, and really entering a new wave of life, which is getting married and the condensed preparation and planning for our wedding because of COVID circumstances has really forced me into a new season in life. And today I will share my tools, tactics, and mindset behind how I really had to learn to slow down and change so I can fully adapt and flow into this new changing season of my life. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone's having a great day today. And as always, I am bringing a topic to you that is in direct relation to what I'm going through in life. That's really my intention with this podcast. I'm somebody who's in the trenches, trying to evolve, trying to chase my dreams, trying to live a fulfilled, meaningful life. Um, trying to move towards my goals, my life vision that I share with Jess. And I just thought it would be interesting to A, record these for my sake to look back on and to listen to and to go in depth in topics to help me and also to provide this the same information and the same tools that I'm actively using in my life in hoping that it brings some sort of value to anyone who's listening out there. So if you've been following my journey, you know that I'm getting married now within a couple weeks. We're about almost mid-June here and we're getting married June 26. Again, I record these podcasts in advance. Um, But yeah, that's coming up really, really soon. And throughout COVID, again, if if you've heard our journey, we've had to make many alterations to this wedding. We postponed it from last year. We had a couple different versions planned and we were just adapting as we go based on what the restrictions are going to be. And so we finally have something that's solidified. We have the concrete plan, but with that plan, there is a lot of planning preparation. We had to cancel our reception venue. So we rented an Airbnb out on an acreage and we're having an outdoor gathering at this acreage. So with that, you know, with that being said, we need to bring everything. We need to organize all the tables, all the games, all the decorations. Nothing. We have no venue to, to host this wedding. Even though it's a smaller wedding now, we still have a lot to do. And this kind of, we essentially have and had pretty much a month to do this, which is pretty crazy if you think about it. Almost planning a wedding from, from scratch because we had to scrap all our other ideas or a lot of them anyways, we had to get all new decor, we had to completely reconfigure our, our, you know, our design for this wedding. But one thing that's pretty cool about it all is that we, we held our vision uh, true, true to what we came together at the start, even a couple of years ago of what our wedding was going to mean for us and our vision. And our vision was having it in Invermere and Radium with the people that we love in our favorite spot, you know, enjoy outdoor games, enjoy socializing. It doesn't need to be this elegant, grand, 
grandiose day where it's all about show and class. Like we're literally rolling the dice here. We've never even been to this Airbnb, but we're like, you know, the things that were most important to us were the people that are going to be there. And now having a smaller intimate wedding, we're just going to be surrounded by our very close intimate friends and family. We were bringing a plethora of yard games, which we love to do. And we're just gonna make it special, unique, and intimate in the area that we love. So we f we're fulfilling our vision. That was the one thing that has remained. And that's just a good lesson for anything in life. You know, have that vision, have that why, have that clear picture of where you wanna go and what you want to accomplish. But the route and the path of how you're going to get there and how that unfolds is almost never going to be exactly how you picture it and this is just a perfect example of that and just a really great reminder of of that example have that vision have that clarity on where you want to go but don't be constrained by how you will get there and what it's going to look like unfolding during that process because as this whole wedding has been it certainly has not been that but the topic for today is how to deal with changing seasons in your life. And obviously this has been a different season in my life, preparing for a wedding. I've never done that and I hope to never do it again because I only want to get married once. But, you know, as I mentioned, there's there's been a lot going on, especially with this condensed time frame to get everything re ready for the wedding. And um, I just want to talk about how I've had to change my mindset, the way I frame things, um, and just had to learn how to really slow down, slow down my pace, slow down my mind, slow down my actions, and really so I could be present with the wedding process. I need to be able to help plan, prepare, and be present with the whole process leading up to and during our time in Invermere when we're getting married and our, our vacation afterwards. So. This involved me decluttering my mind because the last year or so I've been really activated and focused on investing, the, trying to build a coaching business, all the reading and other information that I continually digest on a day-to-day -day basis. There's a lot going on in my mind and I've trained myself to adapt to this and just function better when I have a lot going on. My mind's always activated. I'm always thinking about something. And although this can be an amazing, amazing uh, attribute to have, it does come with some negative consequences that were not going to help me um, go through and flow through this season of life that I'm experiencing right now. So our, our mind gets programmed to operate a certain way and it will try its best to keep us within those parameters of what we are used to. And for me, I've manipulated my mind to be, to be a great asset, to keep me on track with my goals and visions, to always be reminding me of, hey man, you should be doing this, or hey, your goal is here and your actions aren't aligning with that. I've really manipulated my mind to keep me within those bumper lanes on the bowling alley. You know, my, my mind is the thing, is the bumper lanes. It keeps me within my parameters of where I'm trying to go. And it is an extremely useful tool um, and can be a great ally, but at the same time, it can also act as an enemy, especially when trying to change my pace in life. 
such as I'm experiencing right now. So again, I have also programmed my mind to say that to keep myself true to my word. If I'm if I say I'm going to do something even just to myself, I make sure that I try my best to accomplish what I said. But to accept the season in life that I'm experiencing right now, I have to be very intentional, conscious and present. And I have to always be aware of what my thoughts are telling me and use awareness to choose which thoughts to listen to because now it's a new season. Now there's changes. I have to deviate from my initial plan of what I've manipulated and programmed my mind to do. I have programmed my mind to always be thinking of how to grow, how to be better, how to move towards my goals, how to align with my foundation. And I've, I've really formulated this mindset that keep those bumper lanes that keeps me within my journey, my path down that bowling alley strip. So, um, yeah, now that I'm, I'm, I'm actively faced with this change of pace, this new season in life where, um, I have no choice, but to fully focus on the wedding. If I want things to go smoothly, like I said, I need to help plan. I need to prepare. I need to be present. I need to enjoy this process. But when my mind is over here, fixated on all these other goals and where I'm trying to head that aren't necessarily involving the wedding. You know, there's some turbulence there. There's some conflicting thoughts there. And that's why I need to consciously focus on awareness. What are my thoughts doing? Where are they going? And if I don't use this awareness, my automatic thoughts will chew me up for not being productive or moving towards my goals and vision. Even though the wedding is a major part of our journey, a major part of our life vision, and we're still being productive and getting a lot of things done, but it's a different productive. It's different than what my other goals and vision was, especially throughout this last year where my mind's been so activated and on the go. It's a change of pace. It's a new season. So as always, I always get coached on the things that I'm actively going through, how to navigate them, how to, you know, I talking openly and deeply and vulnerably. That's what gets things out. That's what gets things out of us. We need to do that. So we have the understanding of what's going on, get it out in the open, get it out of our mind. And a little, a little tactic that I ended up doing over the last couple of years is I, I love cue cards. I'm a very visual person. If I see visual reminders, it helps me just to reflect on and, and, and kind of recenter and reground myself to, oh yeah, I said this during a coaching session or, oh yeah, this is what's meaningful to me. Here's my cue card. Here's my little reminder. So I, I put a little cue card in my work van so that when I get home from work, before I enter the house, I look at this cue card and it says, release tension, set your intention, be present, be engaged, enjoy the process. This only ever happens once. So again, just like any tool or tactic, it's not about going through the motions of, oh, okay, I got, I got to read this thing before I walk in and okay, yeah, be present, set intention. There's so much more meaning behind words. Words only are things on a piece of paper. We need to put the meaning and emotions and feelings behind what we write or behind what we say or behind what we read. Otherwise it's useless. Otherwise it just gets 
digested with other our other 60,000 thoughts in that we encounter a day. So for me, I have to really sit there and breathe and release the tension from my work day. I'm entering a new phase of the day and set my intention. Okay, how do I want to show up? I want to be present. I want to be engaged. I want to be curious. I want to be active in this process of planning a wedding and be there to support Jess. You know, I don't know what her emotions and where her mindset is at either. Like, you know, you're entering a bit of an unknown coming home. (laughs) So I need to do my duty and my part so I can show up. And I really put meaning on those words, not just to read them every day I get home from work, but to actually reflect on what they mean to me. Okay, what does being engaged mean? What does enjoying the process mean to me? Okay, this literally only happens once. Am I going to waste this opportunity? Am I going to blow this out the window and just make it a miserable process because there's so much shit to do? No, you know, and I need this reminder and it doesn't make me a bad person because I need this reminder. It's just I've trained my mind to function in a certain way as a lot of probably high achievers and high performers do. There's a lot of things going on and sometimes we need all the tactical tools and mindset to help us progress and move forward from our previous circumstances. But we don't always talk about the double-edged sword, the, the bad side of that. You know, it comes with consequences. We tend to turn a blind eye to the other side because we think it's going to slow us down or we're gonna say, oh, if I stop doing this, then I'm gonna stop receiving my progress or I'm gonna stop achieving my results that this has helped me with. But there's you know, usually our strongest assets or the things that help us the most do come with those side effects and potential consequences. And in my case, it wasn't going to serve me during this season in life. So I kind of describe some tools that I'm actively using during this process. And again, just me sharing this and me sharing with what I use, I'm hoping that this can provide some kind of value when you are facing uh, a change in season or leading up to a new, a, a new season, yeah, a new season in life, really. So the first tool that I've been implementing is find pleasure in what you're doing because it's easy and for me i manipulate my mind to not find pleasure unless i'm doing the things that i really enjoy or that are helping me move forward so i have to find pleasure in this process even though there's a lot of tasks that aren't necessarily really exciting or enjoyable but i have to remind myself to find pleasure in what i'm doing because my automatic thoughts naturally try to resist me when I try to enjoy doing other work or also known as wedding work because it's not aligned to the goals I always usually focus on. And I can only override these natural unwanted thoughts that aren't serving me by having the awareness of what I'm thinking And most importantly, choosing not to act accordingly to those thoughts. And I have to consciously inject new thoughts. So when my automatic thoughts, because I program my mind that certain way to keep forward, keep forward motion, keep progress, focus on your goals. 
when these automatic thoughts come, because they will come, because now I'm doing something different, my thoughts are gonna say, hey man, this isn't moving you forward. Hey man, you're slacking here, you're losing progress, you're slipping. Those thoughts will come. Again, that doesn't make me a wrong person, that doesn't make me bad, it's just because I've programmed my mind to operate a certain way. So when these thoughts come, the only way not to just react to them unconsciously is to have awareness, understand and see and expose them. Ah, there's those thoughts that are coming. I knew you were coming. And now that I have the awareness of them there, I have the power as you all do to change the thoughts. We can inject new thoughts. So how do we do this? We do this by asking ourselves questions. When in doubt, ask better questions and lean on and learn how to self-coach yourself. And not just asking any question or random questions, but there's judger questions and there's learner questions. So don't ask, oh, why am I, why am I always doing this? Why can't I do this? You know, those are judger questions. We're putting judgment on ourselves and usually not in a good way, but we want to ask open-ended expansive questions such as is this serving me will these actions provide the best results are these thoughts aligned with my intention how can i show up differently here how can i be a leader in my relationship and create a better environment so when we have those negative thoughts or those thoughts that we don't like or the thoughts that we you know are are, are causing those negative emotions then we use awareness and we say, oh, there's those judgmental thoughts. Oh, there's those thoughts that aren't serving me here. And then we have to remember to ask ourselves a new question. And when we ask that new question, that opens up doors. That opens up doors to new possibilities. So we say, how can I show up differently? How, how can I act differently here that is going to help serve me the best in this scenario? And that opens the door to new possibilities of new thoughts. Now new, more positive thoughts can enter rather than just the unconscious thoughts that are going to take us downward in, the, in that downward spiral. And so that is just very powerful. That's coaching 101. <laughs> and, and we can all do that. It's practice. It takes a lot of effort and conscious effort. Um, but that's just how it works. That's how we that's how we get new results in life is by having awareness and then asking ourselves better questions, seeing the potential of having a different outcome and then pursuing that, following our actions to our new, more empowering thoughts. So even just a, a short little example of how I how I used my questioning and used this awareness to find pleasure in what I was doing. So we got you know, we're buying all this stuff and we bought for the wedding and we bought us because there's no venue. We had to buy a speaker and a microphone. So I'm setting up the speaker and microphone, testing it out. And, and Jess ended up getting home that day and she was, she was very stressed and overwhelmed and, you know, just not in a great place. Just there's a lot going on and she's taking a lot on herself and she wasn't in a great place. And meanwhile, that day I had made the wedding reception playlist, which had a lot of funky tunes and upbeat music and just feel good music. And, and I asked myself, 
you know, how can I change this situation? How can I create a better mood here? Because naturally, um, my my thoughts were also down. And, and there's a thing called mirror neurons. When you absorb the energy of somebody in the same room as you and you take on that energy, that's why you you know, you've probably encountered where you might be in a great mood and you get home and your partner or your friend or someone is in a really down, negative, energetic mood. And now all of a sudden you start to feel your great mood slipping away and transferring into this same, um, same level of energy as, as this negative energy or vice versa. When you're feeling down and somebody's really uplifted and feeling amazing and all of a sudden that helps you boost your, your mood. That's something called mere neurons working. So I started to feel myself slipping into this negative energy. But then I saw, I actively thought, saw my thoughts and I saw that they weren't going in the right direction. And I used my awareness. I said, how can I create a better mood here? How can I turn this around? And with that question that opened new thoughts, well, maybe play your playlist and have a little dance, just start dancing and see where that goes. So I blasted some tunes, blasted some, you know, 70s rock and upbeat music and started dancing around. And all of a sudden I started dancing around and then Jess started dancing around and then we started dancing together. And all of a sudden we were feeling amazing. And it was a great way just to, to prove this point. And we both changed our state and we're in such a better place after that. And we were laughing and having a good time. And now all of a sudden we see the new possibilities. We, we, we have excitement for the wedding. And it's just amazing how we went from one direction to another by, ask for, by me asking that simple question and then taking action on the new possibilities, on those new thoughts that were, that, that were able to enter my mind. So some other tools are, um, and again, these tools are, I've mentioned these in, in multiple podcasts before, and, and I keep resurfacing them because for myself anyways, I learn through repetition, repetition, action, and experience. So the more I repeat these, the more I use life examples, and the more I share how they impact my life, I'm hoping that these, these tools just get... Um, you know, get pounded into your mind and your awareness so that you remember them without having to consciously remember them. So the next tool is to be present. And we hear this again, it's, it's more than just the knowledge and the words of what being present is. It's like, yeah, yeah okay, I need to be present. But it's like the active practicing uh, and engagement of being present. So I need to really focus on not living in the future here. Uh, the anxiety, and, and that's when you're living in the future. That's living in anxiety of what we don't, what we don't know. And, and for us, it's you know, during this process, there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of oh my god, I have a lot to do. I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't know what we're going to be faced with. So for us, we really need to focus on being present, one foot in front of the other. What can we do on that task list? Today, check one thing off, tangible thing that we can do. We can't do it all at once. We can't get overwhelmed by that massive list, but it's what's our next step? What's the one thing we can do right now? And, and another big one for me is not with being present is to not focus on the other things that I might not be accomplishing. Because if I'm not focused or if I am focusing on what I'm not accomplishing, then that takes me out of the present moment that brings the wave of negative thoughts. So I need to just focus on this season right here, right now. Why is this important? Okay, one foot in front of the other. 
be present with the process. Don't look at the other things in which I might not be doing. Uh, another tool is acceptance. Knowing that this is only a wave, this is only a season, and after one season, the next season always comes. This is not a permanent chapter in our life. And I might need to sacrifice some workouts in the week and slow down my mind and actions towards other goals, which I take pride in. I take pride in being extremely disciplined, in always getting my workouts in, in always holding myself accountable. I, do, I take inner pride with that. You know, I, I, I am fulfilled by holding myself accountable. So I have to accept the fact that, hey, there might need to be some changes here. Okay, blast out some push-ups. You know, if you're not getting your workout in, just I'm always found in the house, Jess walks in another room and I'm cranking out push-ups. She's like, cripes, Joel, you ever, you ever take a break here? But you know, that's just another way of accepting, okay, well, I'm missing my workout, so let's get it in another way. Still holding myself accountable and then I feel good and I'm not completely, um, distracted by not getting in those those workouts or 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 things in that manner so and then and then accepting that this is a season and to take this time out but i can still be hungry for when i can get back at it keep that hunger alive keep that drive alive keep that keep those thoughts alive in a healthy manner you know okay this is the this is the time in my life i'm really going to slow down here for the next month or so put the other things aside but that doesn't mean the other things will be aside for the rest of my life that means they'll be waiting for me when this season is over and i'm very aware that i am ready to attack when this season is over but for now it's not attack time it's not it's not time to play offense it's time to settle into this moment, settle into the season. So that, that's a really, really big one is acceptance. Um, another one that's helped me is disconnect when possible. And I had two trips to the secluded cabin, which I've talked about our, our little, uh, my father-in-law and his buddy's cabin out, out in Saskatchewan where you have to fly in. And when I go there, obviously, that's just like an extreme level up of secludedness and disconnect, which I, I know we all don't have the opportunity to do that. But we do have the opportunity to look at less social media, watch less TV, have less time on our laptops, be with yourself to be able to meditate, journal, go on nature walks, go within. You know, we hear this all the time, but again, it's not just the concept of understanding why it's going to benefit us. You don't know the benefits until you actually experience them and be with yourself. And that's what makes me anyways to keep coming back to them because the benefits are real. And even recently when I'm driving, driving to work, especially when stressed, I will go in silence. I turn on, I don't listen to the radio. I usually always listen to a podcast or audiobook, but I'm like, no, I need to disconnect here. I need to be within. I need to reflect on what's important, take that stress away, do some deep breathing, recenter myself. So, disconnecting when possible during this season is extremely helpful to me. Uh, another one, as I mentioned, is not comparing my progress to other people's progress especially in a season where I feel like I'm not making as much progress as usual. This will 
open the gate to possibilities of negative thoughts if we do this. Comparison is always so dangerous and not a healthy place to be in. So really consciously making efforts not to compare myself. And again, if that's help, not looking as much social media, not looking at what other people are doing, just focus on this season, focus, be present on here right now with, with this, um, this season. Uh, have faith and belief that I will come back strong after this season. Have faith in our vision. Understand this is a part of Jess and I's big vision, a large step and progress. Like this, this is a huge portion of our, of our vision. So this, this is a necessary step and have faith and belief that I'll get back at it. I'm not going away. I'm not going anywhere, you know, and having that faith and beliefs helps me accept it, helps me to be present. And of course, framing situations differently, the ability to reframe scenarios and, um, uh, and be able to reframe how we view things will literally change our life. So an example is this is part of our life vision not extra work. That's just a slight reframe because naturally we might think, oh God, I have so many tasks to do. Um, this isn't extra work. This is part of our life vision. It's a simple reframe like that and the way of how we look at things. Those little reframes on a daily basis towards everything will really, really change our life and will help you in different seasons of your life. Um, it helps me to remember my foundation and values. And in my foundation, it includes close relationships, connection, experience, being present, self-love. Oh, okay. This is all related to this season that I'm living in. You know, just, just always revert back to what your foundation and values are. And as long as you're living within those parameters of those foundational walls and living in accordance to your values, you're on track. You're, you're good. So just having that reminder of, Oh, everything we're doing here is within our found our life foundation. It's what's super meaningful and it encompasses my values. I'm good. <laughs> you know, let's let's reframe to that. Um, another one is focus on my breathing throughout the week and in many different experiences, not just while I'm meditating or not just while I'm in silence, but really practicing those deep diaphragmatic breathing techniques where you, those deep belly breathing, whenever you rem remember that. And again, it's kind of a practice and the more you do it, the more you're reminded to do it. So for me, just if I feel stress coming on or I feel tight breathing and stiffness and shoulders are tightening, I'll just always remind myself to breathe. And it's just those little simple moments to keep you, to get you back on track instead of spiraling into you know, anxious thoughts and projecting into the future. That breathing is really such a useful tactic and tool just to slow it down, get back. We're okay. <laughs> you know, let's not get carried away here. That breathing is a very, very powerful tool. And uh, active listening really helps. And for me to really listen and hear Jess, hear the deeper concerns and what is important to her during this process. If I'm not listening, I'm not hearing her, that's surely going to lead to more conflict and, and arguments. And the last one is the gratitude practices. I, and I've been, I'll be honest, I've been slacking with this, especially over last year. Um, and I'm trying, really trying to revive these because 
over the last year, as I mentioned, I've been aggressively pursuing external goals, investing, real estate, crypto, and it really shifted the pace of my life. I didn't have uh, much down, mind downtime, and I was always thinking about something, on to the next idea or project. And during this process over the last year, I witnessed my gratitude levels begin to diminish, begin to drop. I wasn't grateful as grateful for what I had. Instead, I was hungry for what I didn't have. There was so much opportunity uh, and I don't regret it, but it's just, you know, it's, it's interesting how we get pulled away or tugged away to other things. And I was more focused on what I didn't have. I needed more crypto gains, the next real estate deal, more research. And, and it was really taking me away from that gratitude of, ah, be grateful for what you have, man. Like, just sit with that and, and reflect on that. So I'm actively really trying to incorporate that process, especially during this season, to be grateful for this process. Be grateful that I'm getting married. Be grateful that our vision is coming alive and for everything that we do have. So those are kind of my tools and tactics and techniques that I'm using. Um, a little reminder of to check out my... Uh, it, my coaching website at joelmahe.ca. Check out my Instagram at joelmahe. I'd love to connect. I'd love to hear from you. And again, if you're wanting new change, if you're wanting new results, if you're wanting that extra level of accountability, make sure to seek a coach or at least start a conversation um, to how that might help or benefit you in your life. And I would love to have that conversation with you. Um, you know, we need to take action. If this is anything that resonates with you, you don't need to get coaching, but take action. Do something new. Take new steps. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear any feedback. If you have any feedback or recommendations for the podcast, please feel free to reach out. So I just want to leave you with some closing words. And, you know, we will all go through different seasons in life. Some will be more enjoyable, some will be difficult, some will be epic. Life is not always consistent, and we shouldn't be trying to repeat the same day after day, month after month, or year after year. If we are challenging ourselves to experience more and to pursue what is deeply meaningful and inspiring to us, we will certainly be faced with many fluctuating seasons. Instead of running away from this, Accept this fact. With acceptance and the knowledge of this, you will be prepared to face each changing season with the proper tools and mindset. Embrace these changes as you encounter them and you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have an amazing day.